Justice League. We are facing an existential threat to the planet. Our only option is to destroy Darkseid. Bow before me. A global war means everyone on the planet is at risk. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics movie review. And today we are going to be reviewing Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I am your host, Christian, and joining me today is one of my good friends, Jared, back on the pod. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm excellent. You know, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, it's kind of sad that the, uh, the new 52 animated universe now is like done. Um, yeah, I think, I think, it's very sad. Yeah. But, but you know, what? They, they went out on a banger though. Uh, and that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's the topic of this video today. Every, or whatever. <laughs> bangers. <Yeah>. Bangers. <laughs> bangers. Bangers is the topic of this video. But yeah, so <laughs> as I mentioned before, we will be reviewing um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. A little bit of a mouthful, but it is a great, great film. Uh, we actually just got done reviewing Superman Red Sun, and I'm the idiot who didn't realize that I wasn't recording out of the same mic as I should have been. Because okay. it sounds it's okay. like it's okay. I can't forgive myself. I love you. I, I, I can't forgive myself for that. It literally sounded like we were back on Xbox 360. I don't think I can release that. It sounds so terrible. But if I can, you know, tweak with the audio a little bit, make it a little bit bearable, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, dude, you totally sound like a noob tube. <laughs> you sound like a noob tuber in that one. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's all right. Well, I'm back, and I, I got my, my, my real mic set up or selected this time because... Man, didn't even think. I'm like really kicking myself for that, but that's okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> and uh, before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Literally any, if you could think of any podcast platform minus um, what SiriusXM and Pandora, we're probably on it. iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Google Play, Google Music, all that stuff. So, yeah, let me uh, read the um, synopsis really quick, and then we'll just um, well. So, since this since this is a more recent movie, uh, we'll do a little bit more of a non spoiler section first, and then we will warn our listeners um, as we get into the spoiler section. Unlike Superman, Red Sun, yeah. which ah, it's okay, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> it's fine. So, <laughs> so uh, the synopsis reads, uh, following the decimation of Earth, the Justice League regroups to take on Darkseid and save the remaining survivors, which is a pretty basic synopsis. Uh, this was released digitally on May I mean, 5th of this year. I mean, yeah, but like, what do you expect? Like, like it, it's essentially like giving a synopsis of like Endgame. Like, you don't want to spoil the culmination of all the movies, you know? Yeah, that 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 is very true. And I've watched a lot of reviews uh, for uh, Apocalypse War, and that's pretty much what they're uh, comparing this to because it's such a culmination of all these heroes coming together to defeat Darkseid, which is the 
Thanos version, you know, DC. Yeah, bro. I think he's, he's more hardcore than Thanos, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I Thanos, mean, Thanos isn't straight up destroying planets. Darkseid is just like, all right, conquer and then destroy it. It's like, bro, what? Right. Like, well, I mean, like in the comics, Thanos is like destroying planets to impress Lady Death. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Darkseid considers himself yeah, to be right. a quote unquote new god. Well, so there's a thing in the DC comics lore, there are new gods, which is a different species of like high powered individuals. And then there are mm. older beings that are of similar form. Um, but I get, I guess we'll, we'll get into that into the spoiler section of the video. I can break that down for like people. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, so I wanted, so I know you watched this today. I watched it. I watched it a few days ago, but I wanted to get your first, your initial thoughts you know what like <laughs> that shit is fresh in my brain and that movie is fresh as well um i only watched it like three hours ago so i mean it's still it's in there uh i really really enjoyed it um because so like in terms of dc characters right like i could say oh D, uh, batman is my favorite which may or may not be true depending on how i'm feeling but john constantine has always been like one of my favorite dc characters um just the whole like darker DC the the uh, Vertigo line of comics, um. So that's typically what like Swamp Thing and like uh, John Constantine are from, like and like Etrigan, all the like demon type shit is from. That the, those typically have like uh, writers such as like Neil Gaiman in them. So those are really high quality for me. And John Constantine's role in this movie was of utmost importance. It almost seemed as if he was the main character rather than Batman or Superman was. Um, as I was watching, yeah. Um, and I yeah. really, really like that because he is really he's really good, like well-written character. And honestly, he doesn't get enough attention as he probably should um, in like the main line. Um, yes. Yeah, so what, comics what, or or just no, not mainline comics. Cause he's a bunch. But in like the main line, like uh, media, like uh, alternative the media, DCAU, like, like, yeah, or DC movies or TV shows like. Yeah. Um, so I. I, I I appreciated it that he's finally like getting some traction because he is a really he's really dynamic character. He's very interesting. Um, oh yeah, because I think I started watching more uh, Constantine movies uh, based off your recommendation, and I do agree that within this movie, um, Constantine definitely has. It, it's it's all about Constantine because it is a Justice League quote unquote dark film and you know we did have the previous justice league dark film and his own uh, constantine movie within the new 52 as well so he's kind of i guess i mean essentially he's like the the key in the way to kind of well, w one of the keys uh to this entire new 52 run yeah and oh sorry go ahead no 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 keep going i'm just saying like yeah oh i agree yeah so um, with John Constantine, he uh, I, I think out of everyone in the film, he definitely has the um, he, he he is the front runner. He has the number one like uh, like the biggest arc I would say out of anyone. Yeah, and uh, between him and pretty much every other uh, main player in this. In, in this film, I felt like I felt like it was like a I guess you could say a smaller scale Avengers Endgame. I mean, there were a lot of similarities, yeah. but they definitely. But this this movie's been in the works for years. 
So it's not like they, oh, like, oh, they, they, they just, they made this and, you know, they, they, they blatantly copied Marvel. It's like, well, no, because number one, the totally different set of characters, totally different studio making this. Yes, there are a lot of different similar, there's a lot of different similarities between uh, DC and, and uh, Marvel uh, superheroes anyway. I mean, you have Deathstroke and Deadpool. Just in yeah. general, the two companies have been playing off of each other for as long as they've been around. It's like... It's, exactly. You know, yeah, you, you have, like, direct references that are literally purposely made to, like, um, to uh, make fun of, such as, like, uh, such as Deadpool and um, and, uh, and uh, Deathstroke. That, that, that was done on mm. purpose by Marvel as, like, a spoof. Um, um <laughs> But then you have other stuff where they're just like kind of like um, they're just kind of copying each other. And sometimes the copies are more successful than the originals. I think like it was I think like Mr. Fantastic is actually a copy of like Plastic Man or something like that. It's like something like really. Weird. Oh, really? I, oh, you know what? I, I, I can I see that. I don't know. I don't know if that was a specific one, but I know that those are the parallels. There are some versions where right. the copies did better than the originals. But I mean, it's yeah, weird. I mean, it's, it's kind of like with with the the Adam and Ant-Man. It's like, I mean, come on. It's they, they literally essentially have the same powers. Yeah. And they're both Just, scientists. Like, yeah come on <laughs> but um but yeah anyway it's um you know it, it does it does give all those end game vibes but like i didn't mind that because you know this is their own story that they've been building on the side you know they weren't looking at marvel saying oh what is marvel doing what can we be doing better yeah. this is the dc animated universe and you know we're gonna just do our own thing and you know, make this as epic and as long as we possibly can. I think the runtime was actually perfect. I didn't feel like it was too short. I didn't feel like it drug it dragged on like at all. Oh, yeah, um, the good. pacing was amazing, and I mean, I'm I'm pretty much ready to talk about spoilers if you are. I mean, almost. <laughs> Even though I was sitting almost. there for the movie, it was only like what, like hour twenty minutes. I felt like I was I was sitting there for three hours. When I looked at the clock, I was like, no way, dude. Okay. Yeah, because normally, normally, like an hour, and I, I th- a half I was an hour. Yeah, I think it was like an hour and a half. Normally, they're about what an hour fifteen, like an hour ish. But I was, I thought I was sitting there for three hours, but I wasn't. That's how well paced the movie. Yeah, there was so much happening; it was insane. Why? But, <laughs> but uh, do you want to head into spoilers now, or do you want to? Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on before we? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, we, we we should probably. Uh, we should read yeah yeah spoilers yeah. yeah all right so from here on out everyone we will be talking about spoilers for justice league dark apocalypse war if you haven't seen the movie yet go ahead buy it watch it on uh at home i know everyone's been you know trying to find new things to watch this is definitely one of them and come back and um listen to the rest of this if you haven't seen the movie yet so right now we're just going to head on into spoilers so yeah we're here <laughs> so let's talk about that ending because holy crap like not only was this movie rated r which i didn't know i did blood yeah when i yeah there was blood and i was i was like, okay 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 pg-13 and then they showed gore and, and like the fucking like dark <laughs> things ripping shit in half i was like oh my god i was like i was like this is what dc is dc is a comic book industry for adults. That's that's always been my my thing. It's always more mature content, and they're aware of it. They, I I really really appreciate uh, when they do, when they do when they do their stuff. You know, it's, it's yeah. Great. 
Yeah, this movie actually makes me want to go back and rewatch um the new Fifty Two from the beginning because, as we all know, this does start with Flashpoint Paradox, um, and then goes from there, and pretty much everything from Flashpoint Paradox on is just like you know you get Justice League War and all it's it is just in it's just an insane amount of detail within this movie. You get like I mean. The, the, the whole romance between Robin Robin and Raven was amazing. And then, I mean, Robin's death was, like, gut-wrenching. Freaking Superman leading everybody to their deaths. Bro, he, like, everybody the beginning of the movie. And he doesn't have his power. Oh, yeah, the beginning. And then, again, when he has no powers. That's what was cool. That Yeah. I actually like that. Because people are like, oh, Superman, if he doesn't have any powers, he's not. I'm like, no, dude, you don't understand. He's 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 an okay. He's a silver tongue. Yeah, he actually is. He actually is a good, a well, well written character. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. People, I mean, people, literally. People like to say, "Oh, Superman." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, dude. You like Superman gets his ass beat all the time. People like to pretend like he doesn't. You know who actually is overpowered and nobody says anything? Uh, Batman is actually overpowered and nobody says anything at all, ever. Batman does know how to take a punch from from the supernatural once or twice, for sure. I mean, I can't, I'm not the biggest Superman fan myself, but I do appreciate him as a character. I mean, like, I mean, I'm growing to like him. I, I still can't put him as like my number one, but, or, you know, like in, in my like top five, but he's definitely like in my top 10. Yeah. And, you know, especially with Superman Red Sun, I love that film. And I know, yeah, like Superman is overpowered. I, I am the kind of person who does, um, who prefers Goku over Superman. It's just the way I am. I mean, I, I grew up, I mean, I grew up with both, but like, this is my boy, Goku, you know, like we can, I, I, we can make, (laughs) we we can make another video on this topic. Let's let's, (laughs) let's, anyway, but yes, um, as, as, as you know, like derailed there for a little bit, but going back on topic, the beginning of this movie, Superman, you know, this, this actually technically takes, place right after i believe it's the uh reign of superman because um towards i believe towards the end of that movie um lex luthor comes in and you know they, they that's when they just, uh figure out that you know dark side is behind everything and i think that's technically where this all picks up mm-hmm. you know uh, literally every character every superhero you know that dc pretty much has to offer it's gathered together they're all in the, the hall of justice and you know Super, superman's like all right you know we got our game plan we're gonna do this this and this but unknowingly the entire time with cyborg you know he has the um i guess you could call it the apocalypse well, technology yeah interwoven that's, that's what gave him his powers in the first place you know uh I, me yeah. I, I had already known that shit, I was just. I, oh yeah. I mean, I you know from like because you know I like I like grow up reading all the Justice League and like DC Comics and stuff. Um, but like I always know like Cyborg always Cyborg's character exists to link to Dark Side, um, or Dark Side whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, Dark Side. Yeah, and um, like basically it's just a matter of time before like the end of the world comes. That's essentially the end of Cyborg's like timeline or the, or the <laughs> universe timeline ends with like the culmination of like dark side coming and stuff typically. Um, right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but. Yeah. So with, 
with um you know as, as you know they're, they're they're all huddled up in their their nice little their meeting and then it zooms in on cyborg and then through his lens his dark side i was like yo what like what is going on like oh my god and like i totally forgot for a minute because it's been a while since you know i kind of forgot the connection between um you know cyborg and dark side but then it's just like it's just like the worst idea ever, but like unknowingly this happens. Darkseid's literally, he might as well just be chilling in the corner yeah. and saying, hey, oh, like, you know, I'll just writing down notes. Like, oh, so they're going to attack from the left flank, are they? And I was like, dude, yeah. like he was just, he had this grin on his face and I was just like, well, this cannot end well <laughs> because I think they're about to die. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, Darkseid just, completely destroyed you know they're trying to take the fight to dark side and they 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 get their asses handed to and constantine is the one who ends up running away from all this and then two years later when dark side has pretty much taken over humanity and it's just it's just just terrible it's down being bro everybody has a five o'clock shadow or a beard (laughs) (laughs) everybody everybody everyone's kind of sort of in quarantine like they, they have like their quarantine outfits Beards, on quarantine beer <laughs> they're being uh, raven looks like she's been shooting up heroin <laughs> she always do though but like extra this time she did but she had like the but like you know during the beginning I'm like oh you know she's got a nice full face but then like two years later it showed like the bones like her cheekbones were kind of like i was like yo like has Raven been hitting the juice? Like, Yo. what's going on? <laughs> Has she been shooting the needles? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know she's a depressing person, but I didn't think she was going to go that far, yeah. like, at all. But, I mean, we see that, you know, um, Darkseid, like, he doesn't just kill everyone who comes to apocalypse he has yeah. plans for all of them exactly if you're fucking useful he makes use of you um yeah. so. <laughs> well he made he made superman into a little bitch so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah bro what you gonna do is super like superman because superman was the one who said the most chance so dark side was just like all right bro i'm gonna humiliate you i ain't even gonna kill you you're not you're not worth it <laughs> that, back, that backfires bro should have just killed him like it do, it does backfire and and i really like everything is, is so interwoven and it all comes together at the end but it's like i really enjoyed how you know in you know instead of dark side killing superman he injects him with kryptonite like yeah. into his bloodstream with, with, with krypton, yeah to keep him yeah. human essentially it's just like yo and it's like yo that is a hoe tag. That's, That's a tramp true. stamp. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much. But, you know, it, it all starts, you know, two years later. You know, Constantine's down on his luck. Um, his love of his life, Zant- Zaytana. Zantana. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, butchering everyone's you name could. left and right. But, um, you know, she, she ends up dying during the the happening (laughs) when superman's like oh we need to fight and you know we gotta take this to dark side and it you know it just becomes a massacre and then he's in this in this big drunken depression depressing stage for a while with this homie etrigan um (laughs) he doesn't rhyme 
until the end. He's depressed because he was depressed. He rhymed. Yeah, he was depressed because he was happy. You see, <laughs> you see, full circle. That's that. That's the <laughs> full circle, man. But yeah, it's. I mean, between I, I really like how you know the 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 Suicide Squads in this movie and and <laughs> it's kind of like messed up how Harley becomes the um, leader of the Suicide Squad. Because yeah. they're like, oh, like what happened to Amanda Waller? She's like, oh, she died, <laughs> cancer, cancer, and everybody's, just, like, everybody's just blank fit, like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah. like, and then she's, and then she's like, sorry, it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like, oh, she died, and like, just like, yeah, she died of cancer. It's like, oh, like, oh, like, wow, that's actually really horrible, and it's just like, eh, like it is what it is type deal. But yeah. our, Lois Lane was like kicking ass like the entire time mm-hmm. in this movie loved it but i know i've been talking for a while so i'm gonna let you give your thoughts i'm sorry if i'm like going off the handle here um well i mean i've, I've been giving stuff but uh the the yeah uh lois lane was really you know kick ass uh I, I i have to say um and uh also, just the the stuff with Wonder Woman. Well, it's interesting was how all three of the main, like you know, the like main DC players, like Wonder Woman, um, mm. Batman, and Superman, were all redeemed in a way at the end. Um, I found fact, yeah, because Dark Dark Side. I mean, you know, he made it. He essentially made everybody else cyborg uh, versions of themselves. Um, mm. And I like how Constantine was actually the one who. Um, basically set up the dominoes for that shit to occur when he turned Wonder Woman's lasso of truth against her. That was really fucking lit. Oh, that was amazing. And, he, and his comment, he was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, see, thing about these is they work both ways. And then that bitch just like hacks into her lasso or some shit. I don't know. And uh just <laughs> like freeze freeze her ass from Brainiac shit. And then Wonder Woman's just out there facing the rest of the old Justice League by herself because she's also overpowered. Um but I think what did it for me, the whole movie, was at the end. So also what's good about this movie is Batman is essentially not in the movie. I mean, he's in the movie, right? But he's mm. not in the movie until the very end. Even then, Batman actually doesn't do much. Like, you know, a lot of times, like, Batman will overshadow the rest of the Justice League or anything if he's in anything. Or call anyone out. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But this one, they did really good. It's, it's like not even a Batman movie. Usually a Justice League movie typically means Batman is the main character. Um, yeah, it's not the case. Um, this was so well done, but it culminated for me in the very end when uh, Batman almost kills Damien. But and oh, then, that was and insane, he, and he gets a flashback of Ugh. like, of like, um, the of like the dude po- of like the dude who murdered his, his parents pointing a gun at him. Mm. And then, that, even though he was holding a sword, it was kind of insane, he was, it, was, yeah. it was a similar thing because he was about to kill like a child. And so yeah. he was like, and that's what made him snap out of the whole like dark side thing. And then he he was like, he was like, he was like, go to hell. And he like threw the fucking sword in dark side's eyes. I was like, yo, <laughs> the bat is back. <laughs> Gosh. And then the, the okay, what was also cool that I liked was uh, when when they when they released Trigon. Oh, that was dude. Can yeah. we talk about that? Like that was, that was insane. So cool. And then he. 
Oh my! And he takes over Superman and gets rid of the kryptonite in his bloodstream. And and then <laughs> what he looks like, I was like, yo, I was like, that is the most badass looking Superman I've ever fucking. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is what my thought process was. I was like, yo, how? I was like, where's the fan art of this? That's, that's, <laughs> like, where's, the, where's the fan art? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I liked um, you know Dark Side uh, version of Batman, but can we talk about how like much of a bitch that like. Lex Luthor was in this film oh, yeah. because hey, you know he was voiced by Dwight, bro. Um, he was, he was, um, by a Rain, Rain Wilson. Yeah, Rain Wilson. Yeah, some good stuff, man. Well, like you know, he like at first, you know, th- there's um, I think it was uh, called Sleeper was the person who was like feeding Lois Lane information. Yeah, at first, Dark Side's plan. First, I thought that maybe that that could have been Batman. I thought I thought maybe it was some weird fucked up scheme that Batman had where he would pretend to be part of Dark Side. But when it was Lex Luthor, I was like, okay, I was like, huh, interesting. Um, yeah, but- or like he like broke Dark Side's you know um, what, programming earlier. And then was kind of like, yeah, I know, thought maybe that's playing in the was. shadows. Yeah, but that's not what it was at all. And that was actually yeah. pretty good because that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm actually, I'm glad it wasn't like, because I mean, a lot of DC films is like, oh, you know, you think it's going to be this person. Oh, but like, you know, there there is a twist somewhere. Yeah. And that was definitely, you know, in this, in this film when it came to the quote unquote leaker. But um, I really what one thing I really liked about this film was the um, obviously you know you get the relationship between Lois Lane and Superman, but I really liked the relationship between Robin and Raven because those were actually two of my favorite characters um, from this movie, and um, I knew like I know but, a lot of people weren't like crazy. Sorry, go ahead. That actually brings me to my critique, but you you can finish. I I have okay. one singular critique over the movie, but you should probably say what you want to say first. Okay. Um. So when it comes, so when it comes to their relationship, I know it wasn't like you know out there in the open within the other movies, but I kind of, I mean, I I liked it. Um. I know a lot of people didn't. Um. It did come out of the blue like a little bit, but. Um, it, it was it was a genuine attraction. It wasn't like, oh, you know, like we have two teenagers, we had to put them together and you know make them fall in love. Like it actually felt like you know there was there was care there and there was you know there was feeling and there was trust uh, between them. But yeah, that's all I had to say about it. Um, yeah. Uh, my my critique stemmed from uh, the voice actor for uh, Damien. Um. It just seemed like it, I don't know. It was very odd. I know that he's he's he doesn't have a lot of emotions similar to his father. <laughs> um, so that he was has okay. like a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batman has a little bit more than Damien. Um, but I, 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 the voice actor kind of it kind of was like he he sounded too much like a little kid. And it's like, bro, aren't aren't they supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen? Like yeah, he's over here with the little. I guess that's how a sixteen, seventeen year old would talk. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's kind of hard to get that that teenage voice down. Yeah, and the voice acting was kind of stale on his part. But I mean, other than that, everything was like pretty solid. Uh, I mean, once I got over that, like that, like that part of it, everything else in that movie mm-hmm. was like perfect. Like I mean, this whole entire that that whole thing was an experience. 
<laughs> no, it really was, man. And I actually just looked looked up the runtime. Apparently, it's actually it's running around an hour forty. Oh, so <laughs> maybe it was as long as we thought. Maybe, it but was. like it was good. Like it didn't it didn't feel that long at all. No, like it felt that was longer, insane. You know what? You know how like it feel if it, like it felt longer, but like you don't get bored. It, like kind of like like when you watch like when people watch Gladiator. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like like it. Okay, although Gladiator is really wrong along, um, but I mean in terms of it's a feeling that like you you lose track of time and you don't really you 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 don't want to walk away from the TV at all because you're just completely absorbed into what you're watching. You don't know how time's going by. Like six hours could have gone by or or one. You don't know. <laughs> but it's just so good. It's a great experience. Um, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with you there. I've actually been. Um, like pretty much th- that's, that's how, you know, that a movie's just that good where, you know, you're, you're kind of just sitting there, like there's no distractions around you. You kind of made, like, I normally try to make sure there isn't a lot of distractions around me. If I'm sitting down and watching a movie for the first time, you know, yeah. like, I don't like to be rushed. I don't want to feel rushed just to have to like watch a movie. I want to like sit there, take my time with it whatnot and you know kind of digest it marinate in it for a little bit and i only just watched this what was it uh two days ago and i definitely want to watch it again and i i might watch it again this weekend because yeah. it's it's just that epic of a movie yeah you know in it made me wait, watch, go ahead. i want to watch like the rest of the uh stuff because like I've, I've watched some of them but i want to go back and watch the whole uh dc animated movie universe again because it's just, right, right, like, and like I, the key right after I finished it, I started to watch Flashpoint, <laughs> but I was like, nah, I gotta get, I gotta get on Discord because <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like, I was like, wait, wait, I don't have time for this. We 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 start this at eight. I I started, I would have started Flash that at like six, like forty five. So I would have like just gotten on at like eight oh one. He was like, yo, bro, sorry, I just watched Flashpoint. <laughs> It's like you what? No, hey, Jared, you watched the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. Jared, no. <laughs> it's like not Justice League War, Apocalypse War. Oh, mm. well, no. Um, yeah. So, in speaking of Flashpoint, because I mean, the Flash is the one who pretty much you know it. Constantine finds out that you know he's essentially the key, and that you know he needs that uh, Flash needs to return to his own time yeah, in order see, that's to- also the thing where constantine again is the like paradigm uh, uh, or not the he's the pivot that which this whole entire movie revolves around because constantine uh he like touches uh flash's head right and receives a vision um like or, or like sees into his memories of like how things could be because of because he sees the flashpoint paradox and then he also that and- does the thing with raven too he's the whole reason why trigon is released and ultimately they like yep. and he's also the reason this whole entire thing starts because they first meet him in the bar. This whole movie follows Constantine, actually. Um, Not even that. Batman had the contingency plan prior for uh, Zaytana because um, uh, Constantine thought that, you know, he ran away. He felt like it was his fault, but it was like a spell to to force him him to run. To force him to run away so that eventually he could do this. Yeah. And that was part of Batman's plan. Yeah, it's <laughs> all hinged on Constantine. It's like crazy. So um, good, so yeah, good. good. But that's why they, they do. It is Justice League Dark. It's a, it's it's the different version of the Justice League. That's more um like 
uh, magical in origin. I like it. That's Dude, why I when like the heroes it. were dying left and right, man, oh, like it was just like, yo, yo, especially what, what when when the Bat family was all fighting on like the on like the <gasps> thing or whatever. Even though that was the minus only, Nightwing, that was only like five seconds long. But like literally, I think what like Bat uh bat woman was like ripped in half i was like what i was like yo you can't do that that's a woman right <laughs> it's like yo no <laughs> barbara <laughs> uh, i i i couldn't it was really well like, it was so powerful they, they they didn't have any lines a lot of you know the side characters even even nightwing like i mean um you had um damien you know uh uh bring back Nightwing to the Lazarus pit and he had promised Raven that he would never use it again but yeah. it's like and obviously and you see the spoils of what happens when you bring people back they go crazy they had Nightwing and Straightjacket dude like it's like yeah, yeah dude he was insane he, he was he was like I couldn't just let him die like he was he was like my brother and it's like this this movie just has everything and the more and more we talk about it it's just whew, I love it man absolutely love it I think this is my favorite in a while since like flashpoint paradox so i guess technically the beginning of the end yeah but th there's some really good ones in the middle as well don't get me wrong i really like judas contract uh with teen titans and uh justice league war and a few others in there suicide suicide squad hell to pay was actually really good as well that's what i liked about it yeah but um so um i know we've been you know we've been talking back and forth uh, did you have any other Small. I mean, besides the voice actor for Damien, did you have any like, uh, you know, gripes with the movie at all? Or no, I, no, not not really. Dude. <laughs> I, like, not at all. There's so, there's something, and I'm forgetting that was really cool that I, I we didn't bring up. I uh, Lois Lane sacrifice that was pretty sweet, and like I, snapped um snapped Superman out of his uh, trigon. Um, yeah, that was phase. Cool. But no, there was the fight cool. between Trigon and freaking Darkseid, like yeah, no, Trigon. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I said, I, yeah, I would explain that, right? So, like, when he says new god, um, that's a different species of like alien that um, Darkseid is um, is of, um, and like the old gods are what like Trigon is, you know, like your typical like demon lords of hell and stuff, and like your weird mm. angels and shit like that. So it was interesting. So that's why there was beef there. With Trigon, he was like, with this so-called new god, you know, because he was trying to, he was trying he was, to, like, he was teasing them. He was like, yeah, he's like, bro, what you mean new? <laughs> I am. And he's like, he's just like fucking destroying him. Um, oh, that was insane. He was wiping his ass all over the place, dude. Yeah, dude and towards the end, with um, with um, oh my gosh, the cyborg when he, we, they pretty much find him integrated into dark side system yeah. and he creates like a boom tube big enough or like a black hole to get rid of apocalypse and i mean obviously you have you have dark side and trigon like obviously the dark hole is not it's going to do a lot of damage to them but it's not going to necessarily kill them but i love it how like dark side was trying to uh, escape from the black hole <laughs> and um trigon's, trigon's like oh no <laughs> your get your ass back here with me. <laughs> Um, that was that was some good stuff. Really that was some really good stuff. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, but did you want to get into scores now? Uh, I know we've been talking about this oh, for a bro, while, this but shit, this shit has a ninety nine. <laughs> that, that minus one is because the voice actor for Damien. That's that is. 
All right. 99? You know what? I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll go with the 99 out of 100 as well. <laughs> no, th- th- this movie literally has everything, especially the end. It's very ambiguous when, you know, uh, it takes a little bit of a push uh, for Constantine to convince Flash, you know, after, you know, everything's said and done, you know, half of, like, humanity is gone, you know, half the team is is gone, you know, everyone's uh dark sideified or you know programmed uh to look like cyborg and you know um constantine's like hey you know he's he's like he's like you know what you have to do and he's like any anything is better than this and not everything's going to be fixed all at once but you know whatever new future that you know flash has to create a new paradox in order to not necessarily reverse time, but for like to start anew. Start anew, yeah. Alt- so yeah. To start anew is the beginning of the current comic line where all of the DC storylines are like from the past are now merged into one, similar to, to how uh, Marvel did it, uh, where they merged all of them into one so that uh, Nick Fury right. could be black. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah that's right i forgot <laughs> like, in, like not just ultimate nick fury but like actual nick fury now is also because because they just merged every single timeline it's also how you have miles morales is in the same world as peter parker mm. well i mean with peter yeah parker not not being dead because usually it's right it's yeah so so i mean with this you know they're just gonna it's they're probably gonna do a whole nother string of movies um based off of more recent stories like they're probably going to do the the Court of Owls movie. Um, oh, that would be amazing! That, I love because they because they did they touched on the Court of Owls a little bit in was it Batman versus Robin? I think it was. They touched on that a little yeah, bit. They may have set it up. So I think what's going to happen is when when Flash resets this, it's just going to bring it back to a state where the shit isn't fucked up, but it might still be the same animation, um, slightly. How did you like the animation of this new 52? I know a lot of people didn't, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Dude, I liked it. You know why? Because they actually made, they actually made, okay, the people that are buff, they made them buff. The people that are like, like lean, they made them lean, you know, where like, you know, the older like style, like in Superman Red Sun, everybody had that same build, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone had the same build. This is like diversified. And there's, there's shit where you can get into more detail, but it's also simple. Um, So I really, I really appreciated it. Um, yeah, I mean, also just the designs, their costumes are better too, honestly. I agree. I, I actually like Superman's costume in this, uh, in this film a lot as well. Like, and like I said, you know, I'm not the biggest Superman fan, but like, I really did dig his costume. It was, it was pretty sweet, but yeah, I, I, I love the animation of, of, you know, it's more, a more mature look. It's, I mean, yeah, like it's still a quote unquote cartoon, but I mean, it's, there's definitely a lot of realism uh, in this film. It's not just a, you know, oh, you know, this the the you know the heroes save the day. It's like no, that the heroes lost, just like the heroes lost in uh, the Marvel heroes lost in uh, Infinity War. Um, yeah. I can't, I don't, I mean, I can't really say which one is worse than the well, other. This one though, they, I think this one was pretty bad. Like this, I think this one ten times this, worse. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Like in terms of like the like the state of the world. Oh yeah. Um also yeah. this one, even though they won, they didn't win. Yeah. That's, like that's they the, they won, but at what cost? Because yeah, like, like they lost everybody. Over half the Justice League isn't even human anymore. They're just like uh, and then you right. got, and you got like just all the whole fucking planet is fucked up. 
it's not like okay, <laughs> like okay sure in avengers and shit it's like okay you'll have like okay some chapel buildings right but they fix it <laughs> they fix that shit in what like five years bro this shit in justice league they're, they're not they're you're not gonna fix it especially because the very no. end the reason why they had to like solve it was because what uh what is it, it was like batman said that um yeah so much uh internal magma from the earth's core is drained that it's just like the earth's axis is going to be fucked up so either there's going to be extreme heat or extreme cold and everything is going to die on the planet even though they yeah save, save the planet they ain't save it they're still they, i mean they they salvaged quote unquote it but yeah, I do agree with you there when it comes to the differences between Endgame and this. I mean, Endgame, yeah, like a lot of people, you know, were snapped out of existence. But, I mean, there was reasoning behind that. Yeah. Per Thanos. And, you know, they they had a way to bring people back. And, yes, they technically they did have a way to, quote, unquote, bring people back in Justice League Dark. But this was, you know, Darkseid was just... He just wanted to take over and destroy. Yeah. Thanos wanted to, you know, Thanos ensure the life of the entire. Huh? I said Thanos wanted to smash. That's. <laughs> Thanos wanted to smash in the comics. Yes, he did. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was more of just, you know, life form correction per Thanos versus, you know, I mean, it's, it's because, I mean, everything was like essentially kind of sort of fixed as soon as everyone was snapped back yeah and it was kind of like life just like resumes as it should in a way i mean we saw a little bit of a difference in spider-man uh far far from home but other than that it seemed like everything was pretty much you know humanity was going back on track with its daily lives but with this this was just this was actual death and that yeah like they had a way to alter the course of of the future but there's no guarantee or no promises that things will ever be the same yeah but that's all i pretty much have to say on the movies uh do you have anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap up here uh no not really dude because that i mean (laughs) i'm gonna watch it right now (laughs) i don't it was really good. Like I, I need like I like like I said like I want to go back and watch everything now. Even though I know I'm watching a thousand other things, like I want to go back and watch some some, some DC movies, like the good ones. But <laughs> it's like what? Why can't the DC EU just be as good as the AU? Like I know the AU doesn't have because they need to have like, somebody that connects everything. So like the MCU has Joss Whedon connecting it, right? No, is it? No. It's uh MCU. No, it's Kevin no, Feige. Oh, no, right. Sorry, it's Kevin Feige. Sorry, bro. I'm fucking up. Um, yeah, mm. the DCU needs somebody that, mm. that's mm. making overseeing everything. That's the- yeah, they need their own Feige. They really do. They they need to find someone who who isn't just a con- like who isn't just a DC fan, but a fan of comics. Yeah. As a whole. Because even the Russo brothers, they love comic books. Yeah, bro. it's it's just that. They Marvel ended up hiring them, so of course they're they're going to make Marvel films. Yeah, you also got to get something, yeah. even though they love them. You you got to make sure they read them, my guy, because uh, what's his face? Uh, uh who who directed um, <laughs> uh, Batman vs Superman? Like I, <laughs> Zach Schneider? Yeah, I liked it. However, he does not understand who Batman is. He does not. He's he's, he's also a giant prick. Yes, I've seen <laughs> interviews. 
That is facts. Well, I mean, like it's it's a little bit different because like I understand, like yeah, like his his daughter did commit suicide, and that is you yeah. know something that we will probably never go through. But true, I don't think that really gives you the right to be like a dick towards others. Yeah, no, and then there, no, there's also but, with the al- no. Okay, in terms of Batman killing people, yeah, if Batman starts to kill people, he's no longer Batman. Dude, like people don't. Uh, uh, okay, that's another. That's that's for another time, though. I guess. <laughs> Get in that to another time. What makes Batman Batman is that he does not kill. That is that is true. Because the fact that he doesn't kill, that's what his weakness is. You you remove that, he's no longer Batman. He, he's he's just, just a crime lord. <laughs> crime lord. Man, Batman can get away with so much stuff if he killed. It would be insane, bro. But he, he he would probably he probably would go insane. Yeah, like he actually probably would go insane. Like Batman who laughs. Ooh, that's okay. I have a theory. I have a really good theory. You know how this shit culminated because you know what's happening in the new DC universe. What the Batman who laughs um is from a is from the dark multiverse and he's invading the regular the regular multiverse. That's that's what the next series of movies is gonna be. They're gonna set this shit up and then have the Batman Who Laughs, which is one of the best fucking comic book storylines in all of like <laughs> history. Comic book history, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. I'll definitely have to look into that. I think, like I, I think uh, DC's next project is Superman: Man of Tomorrow. Again, like I said in our uh, Superman Red Sun review, which I have yet to decide which I'm. <laughs> releasing or not um I, I i want them i want them to mix it up you know i i like you know i love the justice league movies i, I want to see more teen titans maybe get some uh some doom patrol in there or something bro i want to see you know? raven stuff i want to see shit with, with brother blood um mm-hmm. that's i, I want to see some a lot i want to see a lot of teen titan stuff because those are actually really the comics are very good if if they could adapt them properly it's just amazing it would be really amazing. Like every single fucking Teen Titans movie would be like this. Trust me. Teen Titans was probably my favorite. like. I growing up, I liked the Teen Titans more than Justice League, just because. I mean, you know, they, they're a little bit more. They were a little bit more relatable. You know what's weird but, though? The Teen Titans stories are more adult than the Justice League stories. True. Because well, I mean, because I, I mean, teens, it's essentially coming coming of age comics. Yeah. You know, they're they're dealing with all these these problems of. Trying to figure out who who they who they will become and who they want to become and who who they're meant to transform into. So oh, there's also just fucked up storylines. That's what I'm talking. About. <laughs> I'm not even talking, I'm not even talking about no metaphorical stuff. I'm talking about actual like just really just fucked up. Like, Tara sli- Tara no, sleeping with Slade. No, even no. He's like <laughs> I'm, the stuff with Raven is why it's real. yeah because technically Raven in DC lore is the Antichrist technically oh so it's like really like i don't know her stories are really fucked up because people try to abuse her like powers it, uh it's it's actually very there you go her father yeah man yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right but yeah well yeah i believe that does it uh here for the justice league dark apocalypse war review uh we talked about this for a while and honestly I, I loved every second of it. Um, for everyone out there who's listening, um, I'm not sure. I can't remember if I mentioned this during the beginning of the podcast, but uh, we are doing a Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga uh, giveaway. 
Um, so we're going to be giving all nine movies to one lucky winner. I believe there are three days left and it ends on May 12th. I might extend it at least just one more day just to get the word out there a little bit longer. Um, but that is going on and I will put the, um, link to that in the YouTube description down below, as well as the uh, podcast description as well. So for, for anyone who wants to, um, you know, partake in that, uh, one lucky winner is going to win the entire Skywalker saga, because uh, I already have them on digital, and I figured, you know what, let's 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 do something good. You know, it's, it's you know everyone's in quarantine. Uh, for people who don't have Disney Plus, I feel like this will be a nice little uh, surprise or a nice little gift to to give back. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not going to do anything with them. So yeah. there's that, and uh, you can follow us um, on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Apple Podcasts. The whole nine, uh, Instagram, all at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. Um, and as always, Jared, thank you for coming on. I definitely have to have you on a little bit more once you know you're out of school and yeah, you know, we can uh, start making a little bit more content. Have you on some of the news pods and podcasts? Ugh, I cannot talk right now, but um, that pretty much does it here for today, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. Um, and we will see you guys in the next one. Mm -hmm. Wow.